1: Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give Sale like great deals on coats for him and her from Kelvin Klein, Ann Klein and more top designers just $100 and under Save big on handbags and wallets now 40% off and create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection now through Thursday at Macy's plus get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent up to $40 Macy's money
2: To elevate your brand, I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, and I have a really exciting guest with us today, Tirza Shirai with Blink Bar, founder and CEO of Blink Bar. Welcome.
3: Thank you, Laurel. Thanks for having me. We're,
2: I'm so excited, although I, I'm super embarrassed. I feel like every time I see you, is like right before I'm getting my lashes done, and I don't want you to look at me, because <laughs> you're like the lash queen. You must get that all the time.
3: Oh my gosh. Well, you should have seen mine yesterday. It was a good month out from the bill, so I know the feeling.
2: <laughs> so tell us the story of Blink Blink Bar.
3: Huh. Ha! <laughs> Which version do you want? The honest
2: version. I think a yeah. lot of our listeners are either starting new businesses or starting to grow their business, and you have had many rounds and many iterations. Um, so I think start from the beginning. What was the like moment that you decided this was a necessary concept? Actually, first share what actually is Blink Bar. Let's start there.
3: Yeah, sure. So Blink Bar is we currently have five locations in LA, so and we're exciting. expanding. I know we're expanding to New York. So we are like the go-to lash place, and we're also adding a new microblading, nanoblading service next year. So we are, yeah. We call ourselves the lash and brow experts. Okay,
2: very cool. So for all the women and men, frankly, listening, um, for those of you who don't know, the microblading it basically saves you like twenty minutes in the morning. I actually have to get mine touched up, but it is amazing. It basically puts your brows on in the right shape color everything and it saves you so much time and energy yeah
3: and it's just like with lashes right mm-hmm. you wake up and you're ready to go you don't need the five coats of mascara and yeah. the curling of the lashes same thing with the microblading and it saves money in the long run too yes, yeah absolutely. i
2: have like very little product for that part of my face and i feel like i wake up i call it my bambi syndrome i wake up and my lashes just fly <laughs> in the air and my brows are perfect and it really does change your whole perspective it does. and it yeah. saves
3: you so much time time and, and money the other, yes
2: yeah i'm sure no one listening um ever needs to save time or money than anything in their lives (laughs) so five locations expanding to um, New York or East Coast in general or New York specifically
3: New York all over the US but next step for us is New York
2: that's what I thought Um, and so tell us the moment that you thought Blink Bar needs to be a concept and I need to bring it to life
3: yeah, so I kind of call myself an accidental entrepreneur mm-hmm. because I never really set out to want to start a business. Um, at least I did. I never thought that I would start a business. I'm actually a filmmaker by trade, so I'm a That's director right. behind the camera. Yes, definitely very right-brained, very creative. I've um, had to learn as I've went along a lot of the more left brain you know, left brain skills. Mm-hmm. So now
2: you're center brain. That's what I call it. Yes. And you can be analytical I'm and ambi- creative. I'm <laughs> ambi-brained. <Yeah>. I love <laughs> that. Yes. I like that better. I might steal that one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and it, it's, it's fun. So, um, yeah, I, I was basically making a film and, you know, I really saw, I had a friend visiting me who was a well-known actress. And, you know, we kind of hang out in the mornings. Um, she was staying at my place in Hollywood and she had these amazing eyelashes. Now remember, this is going back, it's hard to imagine yeah. five years ago yeah. when no one really knew what eyelash extensions were, yeah. right? It kind of is like where microblading is, is
2: now. Rather new, right? Yeah. I mean I've only had these lashes on for I've had for two years, so I was a little on the earlier side, but still, to your yeah. point, five now, at least five every,
3: years. I mean, the girl who's checking me out at everyone. the counter, the one in yeah. the elevator, like everyone has them, but I mean, five they're years. They're not ago, as good as
2: Blink Bar's lashes oh, usually, thank but you, you know. Thank
3: you. <laughs> Well, I think we really pride ourselves on, like, really natural-looking lashes. Mm-hmm. So, back in the day, that's really what I wasn't seeing, was there really were, like, a handful. Maybe I could count on one hand the eyelash offerings in L.A. Mm-hmm. So, there was, like, two or three places. They were charging. I mean, I think the first 40, time I got yeah. them done, like, $450. Yeah. yeah. And when I took, when I opened my eyes, I literally cried. Like, oh. I mean, they look so... I look like a porn star. I don't know how to say it, but I look like a porn star. They were awful. They were the opposite of natural. And so I spent all this money, and then I had to pay to have them removed. They actually no. charged me to remove them. No. Yeah. You took them down off immediately? True story. Never even left with oh them. God. I hated them so much. I don't much. think I
2: knew that story about you. Yes. That's hilarious. So
3: between me and my two my two friends and I, we went to all the eyelash offerings in L.A., which were three or four of them mm-hmm. at the time. And they weren't, you know, salons or anything. They were just, like, you know, so-and-so's eyelashes within, yeah, they set like, up a salon suite yeah. or inside another, yeah. you know, place. So there was no consistency. And um, I just really saw this need. And my best friend, I loved her eyelashes, but she didn't get them in L.A. She mm. got them in Europe. Mm. So fast forward. I'm in New York. I'm um, basically... Prepping for a film, it's greenlit. We're ready to go, and she's like, "Come celebrate. We'll go to Paris for the weekend." And um, oh so I Europe. fly over. Sounds amazing. <laughs> so I fly over to Europe, and she has to take horseback riding lessons or something. So for as her fam- film. For her film, so she's like, "I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. My driver's coming to get you. Gonna, um, you know, like." when you're an actress you get all these things like driver. so her driver came to get me and I went to get my eyelashes done and I really felt bad because I didn't want to tell her I wasn't into these eyelashes but I just they, oh well, she I did was that like, as
2: a favor she set the appointment for you exactly Got she it. set the okay. appointment
3: for me prepaid for it and she's like you just relax after flying in you're like fuck I don't want to do yeah, it like I hate <laughs> these eyelash extensions they're just not for me yeah. right and the truth is that you know the eyelashes like they weren't They weren't fitting... Basically, I use the analogy of, like, a pair of jeans. It was, like, the way I thought of eyelash extensions Mm -hmm. is, like, if you walk into a jean shop and you go, I would like to try some jeans on, and you've never tried jeans... And without anyone asking you your size or your style or how many coats of mask like, no question, they just grab a random pair of jeans and slap them down. Oh. Now, you just put no those on. No one
2: looks good in that. It, no
3: one, like, <laughs> you may be like, jeans aren't for me. So that's where I was with eyelashes. I was like, eyelashes are not for me. I don't like them. Mm-hmm. So... This guy, it was actually a guy who did my lashes, I, you know, woke up 90 minutes, two hours later, and I could not believe what, what my lashes looked like. They were exactly like hers, they looked so natural and amazing, and I felt like I didn't need makeup, and they really, like, woke up my eyes, and they were exactly what I was looking for. So I go back to L.A. and I go back to the same salons. Now there's like two or three more, right? And I go, do exactly this. Don't change anything. They couldn't do it. My eyelashes, my own natural lashes got damaged in the process. Mm -hmm. And I was so frustrated. And at this point, we had the script out to um, a famous actress to play play one of the main roles in our film. And she had like 90 days to get back to us. So I had nothing to do for 90 days. So Hmm. I actually flew back to Europe. And I asked this guy, had my girlfriend put me in contact with him. Still, if you can believe it. Now, if you <laughs> still can believe it, I still didn't think I would start a business. I just wanted to get these damn eyelashes.
2: Wow, So that I, is commitment yeah, to you Yeah, commitment. So I, and I was
3: so frustrated because I thought I live in arguably the beauty capital of the mm, world, mm-hmm. and I can't get eyelashes the way that I want them. So fly back, train with him, I really start to see, because of my design background, I start to see, oh, this is what he's doing differently, mm-hmm. oh, this is what's happening, and um, eventually ended up creating our own process through many different you know, iterations. But that's really how Blink Bar was born. I came back with the little kit, and I would hang out with my friends. You know, it's like if you come over, we're going to go for a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And I go, hey, Laurel, why don't I just practice this new technique I heard on you? Oh, I love I'd on you. Amazing. Yeah. So, you know, that's this is the popular. early days of Blink Bar. Blink Bar actually started in my bedroom in Venice. Um, so I would just sit there in lieu of going out for wine, apply eyelashes. And, you know, the truth is uh, they took a long time when you first start to learn how to do them. But I found the process to be very meditative, and I loved it. It For me, it's like cooking. It's like just keeping your hands busy. Yes. And then your mind, it's just like your mind goes quiet. Mm -hmm. So um, that's really where Blink Bar was born. The film ended up going through this process called Turnaround, and at the exact same time, my two or three friends that, you know, had... I had done these eyelashes on. We're going out in the world, and the phone just started ringing, and they're like, I know you're a film director, and you don't do eyelashes, (laughs) but what do I tell them? Where do they go? Like, my nanny and my sister and my friends and my yoga and everybody wants these lashes. And so, yeah, I started as a pop-up, um, and... You
2: doing all the lashes yourself. I started
3: myself doing lashes. Can you the still
2: lashes. do lashes? I'm so curious. Uh,
3: I can, yeah. yeah. I can still do that. Do you
2: still do it for your, your really good friends, I or don't, are you over I it? don't
3: do it. <laughs> I, I don't even think I'm the best at Blink Bar, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, I, we have some amazing technicians mm-hmm. that I, I love their work, so... But I'm very knowledgeable about the eyelash process, what goes into it, what makes a good set of eyelashes. It's far
2: more complicated than you would think.
3: Way more complicated.
2: Yeah. As someone who's gone through many iterations of lashes, again, don't look at me right now, but Mm -hmm. um, I actually went and got my lashes done the first time and had the same issue where it damaged all of my lashes. They fell out. I was like so embarrassed. I had to do Latisse. To regrow yes. them because they use the wrong glue, and I think so many people don't understand. that There's a million different products. There's a million different types of glue. Yeah. There's a million different kinds of lashes, and like you said, it's not a one size fits all process. Yes,
3: I, and that's where I love the jeans analogy. It's, it's a great like if you've analogy. ever tried eyelash extensions and they weren't working for you, it's that jeans analogy. You might have tried a wide leg when you like a skinny. Like you really need to have, and at Blink Bar, we really train our technicians. To have that conversation with clients in a way so that they really get like, oh, what are they into? Do they like Mm -hmm. wide leg? Do they like skinny? Do they like (laughs) something that contours, stretch, you know, really find out what's gonna fit them? And and you train them to
2: have those conversations Mm -hmm. so that every single interaction is really personalized. And then you guys keep amazing records on all of your clients so that they know exactly what they need moving forward. You can kind of like lash up or lash down depending on what is happening in your calendar too. Exactly.
3: And we exactly we keep records so they can come back in and say, you know, I really love that. slightly more curl so we know exactly what curl they had how we, we ramp that up you know we're not bringing out trays of eyelashes going do you want this or like people can't envision that on their face well they also
2: often don't understand the difference between any of it so it has yes. to it has to be a conversation where they can yeah. tell you I'm a more like I'm a much more dramatic eye so I like to have really long lashes but that doesn't often fit a lot of people yes. um, in terms of like the weight and the way that they curl and all of that and it's a really interesting process. Yeah,
3: and I think that also with eyelashes, they are so new. I mean, they're becoming much more popular, but they it's it's kind of an intimidating process for people. Your mm-hmm. eyes are closed. You're I'm very not going to lie. I had to take a
2: valium the first time I did it because it was. They're like, it's going to be two hours of you laying on your back, and I was like, that's never going to fucking happen. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, well, give us a minute. We'll be right back. We've got a little ad break from our commercial partners, and then we will talk all things Blink Bar.
1: Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Kelvin Klein, and Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money.
2: Thanks for sticking with us. We are here with Tirza, the co- the founder and CEO of Blink Bar, which is an incredible lash studio here in LA and expanding nationally. So we were talking about the personalization part of building lashes. What is it that you think really stands you out from all of these one-off? people because I go to a, I go to a, a girl right because um, she's been doing my lashes forever and I feel like I can't trust anyone else to do that and I'm sure that's a big factor in getting your clientele to really like trust you and come back and return return businesses everything in retail so what is it that stands you apart from all of those other kind of mom-and-pop shops out there
3: So in one word, consistency. So like you, there's many women out there who have their lash person that they love Mm -hmm. and they might have been to 10 or 20 different places that they didn't love and then found that one person. But what we found was a lot of women had a challenge in that because we're business, we're really busy, right? And we have a lot of demands on our schedule and one person seeing this whole book of clients, what happens if last minute you have to cancel or they have to cancel and you you know, eyelash extensions, it's not like your hair where you can push it out two weeks if you don't get that fill... You know, they're looking really You weird. look like an ogre yeah, so with four we, lashes. Yes, yeah, so you know. we have we have a lot of clients. We even have technicians who've said, you know, my clients have been telling me that they went to Blink Bar. They want me to go and work there mm-hmm. because they want to be able to see a multitude of people. So I think that's one thing. You know, I like to use the Starbucks analogy. So yeah, before, All that analogy, I love it. It makes so much
2: it. sense, though. It's so personal and people can relate to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like
3: before there was Starbucks, there was no shortage of coffee, right? It was mm-hmm. the second most popular beverage in the world. Mm-hmm. But what Starbucks really gave us, whether you had that one coffee shop on the corner that you loved or you just were driving on the highway and was stopped into a gas station and that was terrible, Starbucks gave gave us that consistent brand. And since the early days of Blink Bar, that's always what I've seen. I didn't call it tears as lashes because I really (laughs) wanted people to feel like they could trust the brand, whether it's in New York, London, L.A. We have that consistency to offer.
2: Amazing. What are some of the things that you have found as challenges in expanding this brand. Um, I know that you have recently received some funding, so can you talk us through that process and um, the challenges along with the growth model. Yeah, so we have not closed our
3: round yet. Oh, we're actually sorry, opening. Yeah, no, we we're, <laughs> you you were in process. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we're we're um, going to market actually in a week from today. So, so probably exciting. by the time this is live. Yeah. Yeah, we're super excited. It'll so I was, first, was right. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be our first fundraise. Um you know I think really that is one of the big challenges is being Having control of the company. So, I've been a super scrappy entrepreneur. I bootstrapped everything. I didn't come from a wealthy family. I didn't have a trust fund. So, mm-hmm. and I, you know, barely had a bank account with $5 in it when I started. <laughs> so, I remember the day I decided I was going to do this full time. I woke up and, like, I had, you know, uh, like an NSF charge because oh. something had, like, you know, <laughs> went out of one account into the other. And I uh-huh. just thought, this is it. I'm not, I'm not doing this. And so, you know, being well-funded, but still having control. I, I know certain brands, you know, which I won't name, mm-hmm. they kind of raise money out of the gate with one location. I knew that um, that was going to be our greatest challenge, but that I really wanted to learn the model and perfect it before we went to market. So mm-hmm. we are raising our first round. Up until now, we've just bootstrapped to five locations, which is something kind that I'm amazing. really proud of. Yeah, but it's it also something that's been you know definitely our greatest challenge I
2: mean undercapitalization is often the most challenging for any business so the fact that you were able to build five locations and be scrappy is pretty incredible I don't know if I can think of many other brands that did that and we all know the brand she's talking about that's been raising money like hand over fist (laughs) Um, but it's a different perspective and I think like you said you wanted to build it and really understand the model and perfect the model since you're a perfectionist and I know that about you Before you went out and asked anyone to invest and really trust their money in your hands and to grow this brand to something that's going to be, I mean, this is going to be a massive brand. If I had any extra capital in my back (laughs) pocket, I would invest in this. And if anyone listening is interested, please reach out because this is going to be, I mean, this is the next dry bar in my opinion. Bigger and better, I think. Um, it's just such a necessary concept because personally, I spend way too much. And I love if my lash girl is listening. I love my lash girl, but it's fucking expensive and time-consuming. And you guys really just solve for both both of those issues in such a um, consistent way. So it's amazing. Um, tips and tricks for entrepreneurs out there that are trying to be scrappy. What are some of the things that really helped you wake up in the morning and put on your shoes and your big girl pants and you know get out yeah. there in the world and keep going?
3: I think a big one is like, a so I, I am a perfectionist by nature, but I think early on I adopted the phrase, done is better than perfect. Mm. So like, just get it done. We've went through five or six iterations of branding. We finally just, we're about to launch, if you check out our website in a few weeks, we'll have all of our new, latest branding. Yes. And I got which, a sneak
2: peek. It is so fierce. I'm so excited about it for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
3: you so much. We um, we're super excited, but we really feel like we have finally arrived as far as a brand and what we've really been trying to express as far as diversity and, you know, our idea of beauty is a feeling, it's not a look. Mm. Um, and so, I, yeah, I'm not sure if that answers the question, but that. Um,
2: it did a little bit, yeah. I think what I was kind of trying to get at is um, more challenges. I think that that's really the, what yeah. our audience is. I
3: think people don't talk enough about the challenges totally. that, I mean, there are days where you literally, like, I cannot get out of bed. There's so many challenges, I don't know how, like, to, but you just, it's like, what sets you apart and makes you a success are the, are just, it's just the fact that you do get out of bed the next morning. You go, okay, I have these million challenges. I have no idea how I'm going to get through them, but I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to like start with the first one. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, I was on a (laughs) panel recently and everyone is a bunch of entrepreneurs and people were just, you know, I feel like when people have a little bit of success, they do everyone a disservice by just saying, I had a great idea and everyone threw money at me and it was so easy. And that's just absolutely not the truth. It's so hard. There will be days where you're literally on the floor crying. You're like, how am I ever (laughs) going to make this work? And it's just, you know, continuing to do that. So I think being a scrappy entrepreneur, it also makes you really – thoughtful about how you spend capital. You can't Mm -hmm. raise money and spend money on everything. You have to really be selective about Mm -hmm. where you're going to spend and how you're going to spend and really measuring, did that work? Did we get an ROI there? Did we not? Um, So I think really knowing that you're not going to, everything's not going to be perfect out of the gate, right? Mm -hmm. But just starting somewhere and putting one foot in front of the other is the biggest, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't like to give advice, but the biggest advice that I have is just, Just do what you can right now with what you have. You don't have to go and raise a bunch of capital. You don't have to, you know, have rich parents. You don't have to do any of that. You just do what you can. If your website, you have $200 to put a website together, put the website together for $200. And go on Upwork and find some people who can do it for that and, you know built your hopefully Pinterest have a little board. my
2: agency just saying, <laughs> for us. Um, yeah.
3: I think that that's an absolutely
2: true statement um, and, I, you know, as an entrepreneur myself, I find that that's, that's exactly how life, and that's life in general, you know? Yeah. Some days are amazing and you want to celebrate and pop bottles of champagne and other days you just want to throw up and crawl, crawl into a hole and that's just life in general. Yeah. Um, I think that it becomes a bit more... Um, kind of like poignant when you're an entrepreneur because you have other people that rely on you and the pressure it's a different pressure I find I don't know yeah. if you would agree
3: with that yes absolutely it's a different pressure when you have people who are depending on you sometimes I've had definitely had days where I'm like god I wish I was an employee of Link Bar and I could just <laughs> go so home easy. and turn it off <laughs> and it would be so easy
2: um, what do you do to turn it off? I know you have um, a new family that you've just put together, which is yes, so exciting. Yeah. I just
3: adopted a son. Um, he's so amazing. Sick, just over six months old. but to turn it off, I mean I've been meditating for over a decade. Oh, so I, I do that twice a day. I find that's really helpful to I, I use the another analogy for you. <laughs> um, the analogy of Central Park in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Having that space where you just like with what, whether it's going for a walk, meditating, but having that space in the day where you get to decompress, that's really... Do you meditate in the middle of the day or in morning? In the morning and, and, then, and then like three to five. Wow.
2: Yeah. That's very... Wait,
3: three to five? like you No, like for, sometime I get it. Oh my it, God, I, I was going to meditate minutes. for no. two hours?
2: Jesus. And you still get no. all this shit done? I am an underachiever,
3: man. Yeah, no. I do <laughs> TM, so you do 20 minutes twice a day. Okay. Yeah.
2: So transcendental meditation. That's mm-hmm. TM, right? Yeah. Um, that's... I think so important. I do the same thing. Um, I mean, obviously not as frequently, but I definitely did yoga this morning. I was super proud of myself for getting up yes. and doing that. Um, so you're talking. You were talking about the website and the relaunch and the branding component. Obviously, as an agency, marketing is super important to us. Yeah. Why now is this rebrand a critical point for you?
3: Um, you know, you just change and evolve. I mean, we're we're living in such a fast paced world. And if you don't keep up, then you just get buried under all the noise. So Mm. I feel like, you know, as a creative person, I love to work with people like you and really evolve and change as a brand and keep up with the times. And I think that as a founder who's had limited resources in the early days, um, you have a vision in your head of what your ultimate, like what you want this brand to be. But you, you know, when you're starting out the gate, you're very lucky if you get to work with someone like you. I think stop you get no, there. Go on. Thank you, get you so there. much. You know, you get there eventually if you put the work in. Best guest we've ever had. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. I'll take it.
2: Yeah, I think that that's absolutely true. Um, stay with us. We're going to take another quick break, and then we're going to talk about uh, how you can get in touch with Blink Bar and get your lashes on point. Stay tuned.
1: Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Kelvin Klein, and Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets, now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money.
2: All right, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, If you're just tuning in, we are here with the founder and CEO of Blink Bar, which is LA's premier lash bar. And we're talking about ways that you're creating space in your life. We're talking about branding and how that's so important and marketing and all those things. Um, How did you know that the, the the microblading piece was like the next iteration for the brand? Like you're obviously expanding nationally. That's kind of the next phase. But you're also now adding on these new services. What was like? How did you know that that was what needed to be next?
3: You know, it's funny. I joke with my team internally that it's like starting Blink Bar again. So mm. it's really one of those things where I heard about the service, I went to try and get it done, I In Paris educated again? myself. <laughs> no, and I couldn't find anything except one isolated place. And I'm am t- going to tell you, I would never spend this if we weren't now going to bring it on. I spent over five thousand dollars getting my eyes, my eyebrows microbladed. Oh my god! And I could not believe so. Really, it's that same, like, I want to bring, so it's a special technique that has, yep. it's not being done here in the U.S. at all. So, again, I'm bringing a European technique over that to really, be a theme. it seems to be a theme, very natural, <laughs> no one here is doing anything like it, and then making it affordable. We're not going to charge $5,000, we're going to keep it, you know, around the 800 to 900 mark um so really wanting to bring that kind of excellent quality at an affordable price
2: which is is the blink bar model Mm -hmm. and so do you attribute the success of this brand and the model and the concept to you personally just being ahead of the curve and really watching what's happening in terms of new trends in the beauty space
3: you mean with Blink Bar in general, lashes?
2: With Blink Bar, with the lashes, and then the, the microblading. I mean, this is kind of a consistent theme.
3: No, I, I take no credit. Actually, I think that <laughs> I think that it's really we have. I like to joke like open source at Blink Bar, where, where. we're constantly listening to our clients and listening to our technicians about what the next thing is. So, like, we launched um, lash lifts about nine months ago, which have been, become extremely popular. Can you do lash lifts with um, you can. extensions? You can, especially if you have really curly lashes. Yeah. Hmm. Um, We use them as like a corrective. I don't think I know what a lash lift lift actually is. So it's basically no extensions. It's your own natural lashes. So if you already have amazing lashes, or you just don't feel like you're a candidate for eyelash extensions, it's kind of a new a new wave of an eyelash perm. I was gonna say that, like, yeah, totally
2: makes sense. Yeah, that's so great. Um, What are the other beauty regimens that you do? I'm sure this is a question that people ask you all the time. I mean, you're obviously stunning and the lashes just help accentuate that. But what else do you do that makes you feel like you're empowered to be your most beautiful self?
3: Thank you. I mean, you know, I. One thing I'm a huge fan of is LED light. Have you tried this before? I've tried it once, but yeah. I
2: kind of felt like it was a little BS to, for me. Maybe I wasn't using so, the right one.
3: You have to do many, many, many sessions. Got it, it kind of builds over time. Okay. I don't I'm think just you.
2: Very impatient. Yeah,
3: obviously. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you a know, little patience. It's not, like it's not like eyelashes, it's not an instant God gratification. It. <laughs> it's not like microblading. It takes like over time. Okay. Um, and then big on like exfoliating, but I like like a really. Like tough exfoliation, mm-hmm. almost like at home, like microdermabrasion. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. So
2: you're in fundraising mode. Yes. At what point did you hit? A mark, and you said, Okay, now, because you were talking about how it took you a, a while, and you were very intentional about deciding that you were going to perfect this model in multiple locations before you went out for capital. So, did someone tell you they thought you were ready, or did you have a moment where you were like, Okay, I've built this as far as I can build it without additional capital, now it's time to raise? Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's my biggest, I mean, I think that that's something that we've done well, is really take this brand as far as it can possibly go without having any interference um, or raising capital, which can kind of, like, dilute your vision. Mm-hmm. I think that I've taken my vision as far as I can go. We have a lot of things right now that we are going that we want to do, um, and so that's going to take capital from the microblading to the expansion to New York to bringing on, you know, C-level execs to doing, a you know, a big rollout with, like, billboards and bus wraps. And so all of these things happening together. We're launching a product line um, cool. that's all for Eyelash Extension. So all of those things, um, they take capital and they take the right team.
2: So important. I mean, team is everything. I mean, I speak to my team all the time, and it's – I love it that you don't – personally take credit for the success. You're like, look, this is this is crowdsource basically, open yeah. source, crowdsource. Um, so we have a few minutes left. How can people get in touch with you, get in touch with Blink Bar? What is their kind of startup offer so we can get some of these people in the door to actually try this amazing service? Yeah,
3: yeah, so you can um, check out our website at theblinkbar.com or on Insta at at theblinkbar. And um, you know, you, if you if you want to try a lash extensions, we have like a half set that you can come in for. You can right go for it and do the whole full set, or you can always come in for a lash lift. And then stay tuned for Q1, Q2 next year. We're going to be launching microblading. Blowing
2: it up, so exciting. The thing that I think has been so helpful for me in building my team, my brand, my business has been community. And that's actually how we got connected was someone said, I think you guys need to know each other. You're in a couple of groups like YPO and a couple of other really important networking groups. How important have those been for the growth of your business?
3: I mean, it's so incredible. YPO, you know, specifically, if I recommend people put that on their bucket list to, you know... Definitely. It's it's such an amazing community um, of men and women, but, you know, obviously connecting with other women who have the same challenges from being a CEO to being a mom, a wife, whatever whatever that is, I feel like community is so, so valuable and so important. Um, I still have my same friends, you know, that I have had since high school, and I just think surrounding yourself with amazing people... Um, and, and really taking, I think we talked about balance earlier, like taking time in your life. I don't work on weekends. I just like, I don't do it. How many do you do that? I know. I, I unplug what I realized early on is when I was working 19, 20 hour days, I wasn't as effective when I was really creating that central park in the middle of New York. So mm. really saying, Hey, I'm going to carve this time out for, to we call it fill our tank. Um, to fill your tank and spend time with friends and recharge, which, you know, especially if you're the creative in the company, the visionary, you want to make sure that you're You know, filling the tank Tank and staying balanced.
2: Got to be full in order to be the best version of yourself. And we actually just had um, BrightBed, which is a tech-enabled mattress we had them in the other day. We were talking about sleep and the importance of sleep, and it's the same concept. It's about how we thought or we think, some people still do, that if you're hustling 24 hours a day, then you're on the right track. And the truth is, is that that's not... A, a, a healthy or productive way to go through life and probably not be very happy in the long run if you keep doing that and you can't do it for very long so I think that's a very important um, point to make is that you got to fill up your own tank um, and this has filled up my tank so much I Thank love you, these honey. conversations uh, we know how to get a hold of you we know what's new and next any any final words or final little tidbits you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap up
3: No, I mean I just want to see more more people in leadership specifically more women in leadership so you know just that's right (laughs) (laughs) so just you know get out there don't let the voices in your head stop you I can't do this you can do this
2: I love that wise words Tirza thank you so much for being here with us thank you guys go check out Blink Bar it really is a pretty amazing concept and obviously a lot more to come in 2020 so stay tuned
1: Shop amazing specials now while supplies last at Macy's Gifts You'll Love to Give sale. Like great deals on coats for him and her from Kelvin Klein, and Klein, and more top designers. Just $100 and under. Save big on handbags and wallets now 40% off. And create a cozy retreat at home with 70% off warm throws and flannel bedding from Martha Stewart Collection. Now through Thursday at Macy's. Plus, get $10 in Macy's money for every $50 spent. Up to $40 Macy's money.